0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Chaluminati podcast, H-Ween edition. Oh, yeah. It's it's not the, that. Uh,
1: no, no. It's the
2: H-Ween. Happy, h- double H-Ween, baby. Happy Halloween. Get it? H-Ween? Double.
0: No. Double, double H-Ween. H-ween. Uh, Happy. I, yeah, just go out there and be like, yo, double H-Ween.
1: Yeah, that'll know exactly H-ween, what you're yo. talking about. If you about. say double h to someone, they're going to kick your ass. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, this is the
2: Chaluminati challenge, okay? TikTok. Don't do that. Head out there and wish somebody a double H-Ween. And say it like that, a schween because that's part of it. And get them, get, you know, get them to say get them to, to say, all right, get away from me. Or and something. if they yeah. ask
0: you what the hell are you talking about, you direct them to patreon.com slash to get all the info that they need. Isn't that right, Alex? That's absolutely right, Mathis. And let this me tell you something. As somebody who's shameful. benefiting
2: directly from this Patreon, I gotta say that it is a great investment this into your shameful. future. Because not only do you get 15 extra minutes of the Chaluminati pod every week? And I mean that. I mean, every week you get another 15 minutes beyond what anybody else gets to hear. And you get some of the best art that I've ever seen on the Internet. I've I've been around. You know me. You know me. You know how crazy my public image is i've seen some shit is your public image crazy everybody thinks i'm a some kind of wizard here's what i'm going to tell you i am a wizard and it's because of patreon.com slash chaluminati pod where you can become part of the chaluminati yourself so head on down there part.
0: become a Chiluminati today yeah. go check it out we dropped the digital poster for october today mm. the episode that, we, that you're listening to uh it's based on the gnome uh episode that we did with dodger as a guest. It's great. Uh, it's called Know Your Gnomes. It's like a list of, of all the gnomes that we did and all drawn out and stuff. It's really cool. Go it's check it out.
2: It's so fucking good. Go it look is, at it's it. super sick. My gnome shirt is the same as
0: one <laughs> of my actual shirts. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but all your shirts, I don't want to say all your shirts look the same, but they all fit a theme. Gnomes. Yes, yeah. correct. All your shirts are gnomed.
1: All gnome themed. It's really weird. I'm like, I have
2: the wardrobe. I got it from the Smithsonian for the TV show, David, the gnome.
3: <laughs> after he
0: died <laughs> right, cartoon. After Dude, he died,
2: at the end i took all his clothes yeah i got clothes at the end yeah, say, yeah, <laughs> the end. yeah. so well,
0: sad. Uh, you know just in case it wasn't clear everybody happy halloween this is your halloween episode uh unfortunately the, the way the schedules line up this week next week um which would normally be the halloween episode actually misses it we'll be missing halloween so we're gonna do our halloween this so this week and then next week i'm we not gonna rob
2: sit her. here dressed like a fucking quaker with my buckles and my big tall hat trying to breed you scary halloween stories
0: it's, you know? it's true that's it's exactly what he looks it's like look, it's exactly what it looks like and at the twenty thousand dollar goal we'll record it uh, uh, face reveal a 20k face reveal twenty thousand dollar face reveal perfect <laughs> doesn't
2: matter that you've already seen it you can google it you can google <laughs> me by name but i'll give you, you your own come to a live exclusive. show if we ever do
1: those again yeah yeah if, 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 if the, the world op, never the, allows us to yeah
0: yeah if we're ever allowed to do live shows we are so, uh, one uh, we year gotta, away last year was when we did our last live show and we were like, yeah, I loved. That was so much fun. I yeah, had such great. a good time. That was super. That fun. was my first time doing like a live show that wasn't at a convention. Very different feel. And Shout out to
2: uh, apple cider donuts. That was a delightful little thing that I didn't know that I was going to get.
0: Yeah, they're happening right now again out here. It's That's great. Sturdy. I want that. Somebody. Well, it's give our it to third me. Halloween, boys. Our third Halloween together as a oh, podcast. Seems wow. impossible. And, uh,
2: seems impossible. We've
0: built- I know we started this podcast
2: six months ago, Mathis. What are you I know, talking about? It does feel like that. It really does feel like that. It, it, it feels
0: like it was a six months ago thing, right before the the uh, outbreak of the plague happened. But Amityville. No, Amityville. It was actually Amityville.
2: one month in. It was actually one month into quarantine that we started this
0: podcast. <laughs> That's right. We've gone through seventy three episodes <laughs> yeah. since then. It's been a wild time. Uh, and as always, as is tradition for this podcast, we'll be reading your true stories for uh, for the special. And thank you to everybody who went over uh, to the subreddit, dropped true? those stories. True, true stories? In the uh, Well, true in their world. Jesse Don't requests that. that an
2: asterisk be placed
0: after true. Thank in the you. Episode. And, uh, there's a final story. I gave you all boys the script, but there's a final story I left off because much like we started last stories, we'll be ending this one with a wild drug trip.
2: Yeah, I'll be reading it yes. for all of you. Thank if it you. involves Jimmy C, I'm leaving the show. It involves <laughs> no, it does
0: not. But also, I know we're taking... this is the podcast. I don't know what people want. There's a, this another artist out there who drew like a a comic of like Young Mythos and Satan, and somebody said they should make the Young uh, Satan also Jimmy C driving like a black Mercedes. that says Utopia on it. I love it. I would love that. I want to make that comic. That it fan looks art great. Was so good. I want to make that a comic. We've I've, I've asked them about pricing. We might see if we can make like a stretch goal to get like one special issue of like a Chiluminati themed comic or something. Oh my we'll God, see. that'd be so funny. I
1: want to let you know the <laughs> legend of Little Mathis and Satan has- Continued into Scary Game Squad into other things we uh, do. Really? We always bring up the fact that like <laughs> some at some point in time there was a little Mathis who was like, "Look, God won't give me superpowers." Will you you say- think it was a one <laughs> thing,
0: dude? I was I tried that multiple times. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's part of who you are. It is, and it never, and it didn't happen. I never became a Power Ranger. So let's um, dive into some stories. I'll start off today, boys. It's called the Ghosts of Edinburgh Castle. By author or you, you Reddit user Edgy Wedgie. You can always People trust somebody by with that name.
1: Edgy Wedgy. <laughs> Edgy Wedgy from Reddit. Author Edgy Wedgy,
0: King of the Britons. <laughs> King of Edinburgh Castle. Uh, as most do, it starts by saying, So I'll start off by saying, I don't really believe in ghosts or aliens or any of that jazz, but I'm completely open to the idea of them. I do believe there are unexplainable things that happen, and that's what this story is all about. I used to work as a tour guide at a tourist attraction in Scotland, the Real Mary King's Close. Claim to be literally
2: anything. I have no idea. Yeah. Just by that name, as an American person, ignorant person, no idea what that could be.
0: <laughs> literally, could be any tourist yeah. thing. The out Real in Mary Europe.
2: King's Close. That doesn't even seem like it makes sense together.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't to me either. Uh, Claim to be the most haunted place in Edinburgh. As you say, Edinburgh or is it Edinburgh? I don't think we can know? do You've it. Gone to England uh, I more it than Edinburgh. I was Edinburgh. That seems about Scottish, right? Edinburgh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh right? Edinburgh. Edinburgh.
1: Any of us can say it without sounding I think like an Mathis, asshole. You definitely should call it Edinburgh from now on. All
0: Thank right. You. Edinburgh. Definitely. We ignore the H <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Just go in <on> Edinburgh. Edinburgh. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, that sounds right. right. Remember to leave a five star in... review on iTunes, guys. <laughs> and, <laughs> please do. We're almost at 1400. Uh, what we did there was we would take a group of people downstairs underneath the city where there was ruins of old Edinburgh, gah, there now you're probably wondering why not there's not a how city you say that. <laughs> yeah, you just you say
2: bur and then you pause and then you say and then you go guh afterwards. Yeah, you yeah. really got to understand the end. diff as they say. <laughs> right,
0: right. Now you're probably wondering why there's a city underneath Edinburgh, but that does not mean a little <laughs> bit of a history lesson. But that does mean rather a little history lesson. What happened way back when in the 1600s was they wanted to build a new trade center in Edinburgh as they were worried about uh, business being spread across all of the streets throughout the city and losing money. And they found the perfect place for it. The problem was there uh, there there were buildings in the way and a very, very steep hill going down. Why they thought that was the perfect place, who knows, but they built it there anyway. To do that, they leveled the buildings on the hill down to the level of the main street. But that meant the buildings lower down the hill still had two or three floors standing. So they built the trade center on top of all of these buildings and streets and closes as they were called. What a close basically is, is an alleyway. And we have three closes we go on during the tour with Mary Kings being the grand finale. Okay. Now that that's out of the way back to the spookiness. Got Sorry. It. Go ahead. Look,
1: I needed that information. Actually, it sets the yeah.
0: stage. We know kind of where
2: we're at. I know we what can the actually, fuck uh, closes the real Mary King's closes
0: now. Yeah. 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 It's an alley.
1: I feel like this is like, you know, when I tried to make the real ghostbusters and the reason why it was called the real ghostbusters is because there was already a TV show called ghostbusters. Yeah. They couldn't have a show called the ghostbusters. Is this one of those situations where there's actually another <laughs> close called Mary <laughs> Queen of Scots, but there's they're a, like, what's the a, real one? There's a 70s porn
2: star called Mary Kings, and she couldn't, and the, she didn't want it, her license <laughs> right, right. to be infringed upon. It checks out.
0: <laughs> yeah. We also did ghost tours, ghost hunters. We also did ghost tours where ghost hunters would come down with a group of people and look for some of the residents of the close. I went along to make sure everyone was safe and to tell them about the place of the, that they had any questions. And because I was a broke student who needed the overtime, I feel that. I was genuinely excited to see what would happen, but I wasn't expecting anything. We have a few ghosts, the most famous being Annie, a girl whose family locked her in a room and left her to die after she caught the plague. Whoa. Honestly, relatable. though, in that time, what else are you going to do?
2: I feel like that little girl sometimes. Do You ever think about that?
0: Yeah. No, you know, never. Especially what? with the old timey DoorDash and Ye old Uber Eats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the same. Sadly, that was a pretty common occurrence. So people who visit sometimes bring toys for her to help lift her spirits. It's Halloween. This person's okay. I get it. They they, they claim spirits was a pun. I guess that's like a spirit Halloween. We're going to war with Scotland over that. Yeah, it's fair. (laughs) So we go down. It's pretty quiet for the most part. They tried a few things, but nothing seemed to work. I wasn't surprised, but it was spooky enough being down there at midnight. We moved through a few more of the rooms and we ended up in the playroom. This is where we usually talk about the plague and how gross it was, but something else would be taking the stage tonight. They put out a radio that would beep and if any activity happened and they started doing their thing. So I'm now, I'm curious personally, are they talking about a K2 meter or are they talking about a ghost box? What, more about radio nerd. The
1: They're talking about an AM FM radio. You think it was an AM FM radio? I guarantee they turn it to 1077, the chill, <laughs> the chill, what he said. Ah, yeah. we should
0: start a radio station now. Let's just quit podcasting. The money's in radio, dude.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that's
0: true. I don't AM think that, radio. I am, I am yeah. pivoting all the time. As Satellite radio. Let's do? do it.
1: Say, let's do it. I'm not saying that everyone I've known who's had a podcast who went to go do a radio show ended up doing way worse than a radio show, but. <laughs> I, the fact that you I know somebody fine.
0: who was into podcasting and then went and did a radio show. I don't know them
1: personally. I just have listened to podcasts before that then went to radio and then it was like this show sucks. You know what we <laughs> should do is get go, is,
2: we should go on like Apple Beats One and do a radio show that's just us talking over a playlist, like just playing Illuminati episodes.
0: <laughs> just us riffing on our own. Yeah, we just set up
2: like sick grooves to go
1: along with like episode sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> you do like oh
0: I love it yeah. Nice is groove. you double my it.
1: my end goal is to get the three of us hosting. Coast to Coast AM one night as oh guest host, the dream Don't, as guest hosts. be Okay, if George Dor get- was like, "I have three guests," I have three guest hosts coming tonight, and we showed up and we were like, "All right, fucking nerds, let's- <laughs> that'd be amazing." <laughs> A- coast to Coast AM
2: was canceled after its historic 35 <laughs> year run
1: when
3: three assholes said "fuck"
2: on the live radio and bankrupted the company. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for comment we're like what the fuck and they just cut us out (laughs) fuck you guys (laughs) fuck mainstream radio so this ghost hunters this person was really into it It all seemed pretty stupid to me but i was still hoping for something they eventually gave up and we sat around for a little and that sounds like a typical ghost hunting adventure absolutely (laughs) yeah you you give up after a while everything that i do actually except for this podcast you haven't given up on this yet i could do it while sitting that's true and a woman from the tour group came up to me and asked me a few questions about the place. And I eventually started talking about Annie. I was telling them about how she died and about her house and her family. Until I was shocked into silence by the radio going off. And when I say going off, it was going wild. It went for about 10 to 50, uh, 5 to 10 seconds and then stopped. I was pretty freaked out and I continued talking about Annie. It went off again. At this point, I was really spooked so much so that after me boasting about how I ain't afraid of no ghosts earlier, I swapped places with my friend in the room. Like,
2: that would (laughs)
1: stop the ghost. Yeah, they're not going to follow you
0: in the room. They can
2: walk through (laughs) walls, bro. Check yourself. Ghost (laughs) hunting 101.
0: We spoke about it later, and the hunters thought Annie might have reacted to me, since I was a familiar presence. I would be the only one she would recognize as I was the only tour guide. My other colleagues that were there were uh, were all front of house team. But I should point out that Annie's room was actually on the next street over from where we were. So maybe it wasn't Annie, but just another poor soul. You may think that that was the end, but the ghosts weren't quite finished with me yet. We went through the rest of the ruins without incident until we got to the main event, Mary King's Close itself. It was long enough after the last event that I shrugged it off as coincidence. Sure, the ghost can't be real. That that was it. That's every horror movie protagonist's first mistake. Never shrug it it off.
2: That's the only way to survive. (laughs)
0: it's not like I even saw anything yet. I was stood about halfway down the close with people scattered further below me. I turned my head to look towards the top of the close where a real dark doorway sits. We have a button we can push to show a reflection of a ghost in the doorway. Wow. Way (laughs) to admit that you rig your ghost horse.
2: No way. That's like for a fake,
0: right? Um, they just said, well, we have a button we can push to show a reflection but of a ghost in the doorway. Like,
2: and, ghosts and guests have seen press
0: this. you know. I, like, I, hope, I hope that's what it is. I thought for a laugh, I'd push the button, see if anyone got spooked. I got a good laugh at a few reactions until I told them it was me. And they went back to ghost hunting. I looked up at the doorway again, but this time it wasn't pitch black. A tiny little orange light, like the end of a lit cigarette was shining through the darkness, light slightly obscured by the doorframe. Don't like that. I don't know why, but every part of me froze. I watched the light for what felt like minutes, but could only have been a few seconds. It didn't look like it was giving off any light. I couldn't see it shining onto anything. I turned away to get someone to look, but I don't know if maybe I was going crazy because they couldn't see anything. I was too scared to go check. I don't know why, but everything in my body just didn't want to go into that doorway, so I sent someone else to check. And nothing. <laughs> It wasn't until then that someone else piped up saying they sit, they saw something, but they didn't know what. Needless to say, it left me pretty shook, but I can't explain it. Now I know what y'all might be thinking, that I was fooled by some assholes looking to make a quick buck, but I don't think it's that easy. We strictly regulate who goes up and down the stairs to the close as the whole place is, ma- is a major health hazard. As far as I knew, those hunters had not been down there beforehand, and if they had been, they would have had a staff member with them. But then you might think that the staff member was in on it. But we had all had a really strong uh, ethic toward everything about Mary King's being straight facts. No matter what, everything that has happened or will happen will be completely true. No fake history, no fake ghosts. To be honest, I have no earthly idea what I saw that night, but it stuck with me. Part of me wants it to be some trick, and the other part wants it to be real so bad. In the end, it was good fun, and that's all that matters. But I think about that night a lot and what I saw. The
1: end. That's so interesting. Yeah. I don't.
0: Yeah. It's like a classic, like kind of quiet, unassuming, subtle ghost story kind of encounters that can be chalked up to coincidence, but might be
1: something else. It also could be something you saw that in the light you wreck, you never seen before, but like, it's always been there. Like there's a lot of Mm. things that could be, but I think, (laughs) yeah, I love a good low key. Like, I didn't know what I saw and it was weird and it creeped me out. Like, I think those are nice. The best yeah, thing about good.
2: that type of story is that it is utterly believable, especially if you're somebody who has ever been out. I know this sounds crazy like to imagine not having done this at least once, but just being out in the wilderness or somewhere <clears throat> that's very dark and like unfamiliar at night, like even if it's even if it's your work, you never really get over like being somewhere after hours and, yeah, sure. and that just that little feeling of being on edge noticing something and just like hyper focusing on it and like getting freaked I, out regardless if it was real, like paranormal yep. activity, this experience I would bet dollars to donuts. If we could check the body cam footage on it is a hundred percent like real. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I used to work when I was 14, 15 uh, at a church as like I used to clean for them. And I just cleaned daytime during the summer, nighttime. And d- depending on the time of day, depending on the way things were lit or not lit at all, that church was different levels of creepy Sure. entirely. Oh, yeah. Churches going at in night the basement during the day and then going in when like the sun was setting and stuff and everything's just like half lit. You yeah. swear there's like shadows everywhere.
1: I- I'm sure everyone has had that experience. I know I have for sure. Yeah. I'll admit to this-of being in a place or outside or wherever and you have, you like are hit with a fight or flight response and your response oh, yeah. is like flight and you go from like normal walking home to you're <laughs> running home as fast as you can, even though there is no reason for it to happen. But like you feel something that's like, oh, something's not right. And you just book it. And oh, once you've done that before, it yeah. happened to me a you million times. You can't stop that adrenaline yeah.
0: from pumping through. You're yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I I will, I will say that I have forever been changed by, I think it was a Ghost Hunters episode where they were on, maybe it's the queen Mary or something. Uh, But every time someone says, you know, we all work here and we all take it very seriously. I often think back to that episode where they were filming and a dude caught on camera, the sheets floating off a bed. Yes, and yes, then when I know they what went back to review it, they were like, oh, there's literally a hidden secret passage here. Someone yep. clearly pulled this and one of you people is lying to us. And I was like, ah, see, that's one of those things where now I'm like, I don't know, people just be shady for reasons. So, yeah, man. It's
0: I don't know what to trust. True. Yeah. Well, we're moving on to the next story. Jesse, you're going to be reading this one because this is a dream for you to interpret. So, oh, uh, Lord. Okay. This one's all yours.
1: Great dream skating with Cthulhu by oh, applesauce good. chaos. <laughs> I Here just wanted to say that I've been a long time fan of you guys. I've been watching Jesse and Alex since middle school and I'm now in my second year of college. Oh, Does God. that make you feel old? <laughs> lol. I, I, I
2: had to leave <laughs> that in for <laughs> scariest you. Part of the goddamn
1: message. Hilarious. Oh my God. We're all so much closer to death. Anyways. <laughs> uh... I've been having a hard time sleeping lately due to stress from current real life events. And from college, I've been taking melatonin sleep aid gummies to help get, look, so have I, I'm on that train to help me get some more sleep. And let me tell you, those suckers knock you out fast. That's why they good. <laughs> the other day I woke up really late and had a very stressful day from trying to complete many assignments. And since they are all currently online right now, it makes them unfortunately more stressful I decided to take three of the gummies, which it recommends only two. I only take one, and I reckon <laughs> I'm bigger than you. Um, and I was awake for one moment, and then out the next. <laughs> I can imagine just sitting at a desk. I feel fine. Look, I've taken two edibles at once, and I know that was a terrible choice. Two edibles no so. at once? Oh yeah. my god! I'm sorry. My world was like, <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. So I learn your limits, kids. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, the next thing I knew I was in my high school and I was watching a monitor in the hallway that said some of my classmates were on a space trip to the moon and everyone was excited. And I thought to myself, wow, how come I didn't allow myself the chance to be on that trip? <laughs> I proceeded to go to class as they said, morning announcements. And I got, an, uh, and we got an emergency announcement that the spaceship, our classmates were on blew up and they all died. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> everyone was shocked. And the only thing I thought was, "Wow, they didn't even get to do that once in a lifetime opportunity." And <laughs> felt pretty. It felt, which felt pretty selfish to say. A time skip happened, and it was the last day before graduation. But nobody was happy because they were mourning the explosion of our classmates. <laughs> oh and I was, for some reason, roller skating through the school, reminiscing on life and what uh, to do with my life now that I'm about to graduate. It's like the last episode of Magic School Bus none of those kids survived when they all entered inside that they body They went to the space shuttle and it was it, it blew up all of them died even for the, some the reason, reason the they were shrunk lizard yeah, yeah. Or the lizard Fribble. was lost in the sky over cape Canaveral, florida this <laughs> frizzle was not certified unfortunately her stars her and planet dress billowed
2: code. down from the heavens
1: in so many pieces one can I've, say the field
0: trip Frizzled out. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Ryan Williams was fired from MSNBC. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I then skate out the front doors and end up on a ledge hanging in the air. Imagine walking out a fire escape door and standing on a platform where they clean windows outside of tall buildings. Okay. Oh, well, thank you. And next to me is a giant unrecognizable blob monster with tentacles. I feel an uncertain fear of it and ask. What is life worth living for if you don't take the right opportunities to make the best
0: outcome? Deep question to ask then, dream blob.
1: Yeah. It then sticks its tentacle out and replies to me with life is worth living through the opportunities you do take. Don't spend time worrying about the opportunities you didn't take. Why am I imagining Matthew McConaughey's voice for this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Life's worth living. <laughs> I then smile. And take his tentacle hand as I roller skate (laughs) off the edge of the platform. And instead of plummeting to my death, the blob monster carries me and floats me into the horizon. I then woke up feeling more relieved than I have in a week. (laughs) That's an amazing story. I love this. Okay. So first off, just dream interpretation from the beginning. Um you shouldn't take three sleeping pills. (laughs) (laughs) I like that's the message you get. Overdid overdid it on the gummies. You definitely (laughs) overdid it on the gummies. (laughs) But uh, it it definitely feels like this is one of those things where just in general, the overall dream is you are stressed and you're thinking about your life and you're thinking about all the things happening in your life and (laughs) all of the decisions that we make and the time that we have, right? Because everything in our life is about, how can I do things that I view are a safe bet for me with the time that I have to do them and make choices that aren't going to result in like if you're anxiety driven, you're constantly thinking of the bad things that can happen with stuff
0: and, and all 900 ways. Something can go wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it seems to me like this dream is you thinking about, okay, I didn't take the opportunity to go on this trip right? Like I missed out on this trip. I can't believe I missed out on it. Everyone seems like they're happening. And the anxiety part of you is like the ship exploded. Oh (laughs) no. And then like, you have that part of you as well. Like, what if I had gone on the trip and something bad had happened? What, you know, you have all these, these thoughts in your brain and it's all just, you know, your brain trying to work through the concept and idea of what you asked the blob, which is like, look, you know, is it worth living a life if you don't, try to take opportunities. And I think that's the the blob, which I'm going to assume is some amorphous version of like, you know, whatever, probably your own consciousness (laughs) reaching out to you and being like, you are probably the blob. Right? (laughs) The blob reaching out to you and being like, hurry, it's okay. Come on, let's go. Let's let's try this thing. And you you sort of jump off and the blob's there to carry you, which is I think is another idea of saying like you are can carry yourself through any problems. And, uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's about taking the leap and sometimes it shit blows up and sometimes it don't, and you just got to do it. And so I feel like hopefully you, you saying at the end, you felt better than you felt in a long time that you take that like emotional gratitude and happiness and you move forward. And so instead of thinking like, I want to do this, what are all things that can go wrong? You now think, I want to do this. What are the things that can go right and not focus on the problems and focus on all the good things that could happen if you took the
0: chance. And that's the best strategy for life. Bing. That's why this episode is sponsored by blue chew. That's right. When the aliens come, you don't want to take any chances and you want to be sure you're ready for anything that they need to do to you. Blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises because let's be honest when the aliens land they're not going to ask what your schedule's like they're just going to scoop you up and demand that they can just you know use you for their hybrid breeding program and you just got to be ready to go luckily blue chew is made in the usa when the aliens ask you wow how are you so prepared you can say i am so proud in the country that i come from because that's where blue chew is made it's prescribed on, well, I mean, unless you're buying it in another country, but if you're in the USA, if you pre- it's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet little package. Even the alien's x-ray vision won't be able to tell what you got in there. No awkwardness, and you don't need to leave the house. That's that's the best part. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance that performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code CHILL. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's blue promo code C-H-I-L-L to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And remember, when you spo- And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please be sure to use our promo code chill at bluechew.com. Um, honestly, though, no, uh, like the, the thing is like somebody who suffers from severe anxiety, the the concern and the worry about things exploding is like can be paralyzing. But the thing I've learned being 34 and like just kind of being into my 30s is that as long as the explosion, like when you watch the explosion, as long as it's beautiful and you can pull something from it, not all explosions are worthless. Just, well, there's always something you can learn, right? Yeah. You just the- have to
1: accept that at the end of the day, you only control the choices that you make mm-hmm. and, and you only control your reaction to thing like stuff's going to happen, whether you want it to happen to, uh, or not. And you will have no control over it. Uh If you've any, if you learn anything about this show and space and time and the universe and all the things we talk about, most of it, you have no, if there are aliens, just think about this. If there are aliens that are running the show, you have zero control over that.
0: And there's nothing you can do. If and if there you, are. You <laughs> I don't feel so much better about life if they were like aliens have been secretly controlling the world for thousands of years. I'd be like, sweet, I can stop worrying and just be a stupid human. <laughs> Let's like, go. But even
1: then, you have to do your daily stuff, right? Like, no yeah. matter what, it does. There's so many things that can possibly go wrong in a day, and yet somehow you're still you're still cruising along. So all I'm gonna say to you is, uh, control what you can control. Focus on how you respond to things. And that's how you maintain a positive attitude is just be like, look, today sucked, but tomorrow's another go around. Let's do this thing. You know, tomorrow, maybe the ship won't explode. Maybe tomorrow frizzle will come back and everything will be good. You know, just uh, <laughs> nothing you know?
2: fucking matters. Just get on the goddamn space shuttle. Even if you do blow up, at least you were on the fucking space shuttle. That's really yeah. it. That's
0: yeah. exactly it.
1: Haven't that's you seen story. interstellar? No, actually, you could go back. Oh, never mind. I want to talk about it. this. I have. i was about to be I like, just, you could go. Uh. Listen,
0: I can. As we've said over every episode, when I can travel again, we go to LA. We'll do some movies. We'll do some movies just, and commentaries over them or something. It'll be fun. Yeah, just don't. You know, sometimes say
2: some nice stuff to your bookcase.
0: All exactly.
1: All I'm saying is,
0: you can either be
1: a McConaughey or you could be a Damon. <laughs> be a McConaughey. That's all I'm gonna
0: say. But Damon pooped to make potatoes.
1: All I'm saying is you can. No, I'm talking about Interstellar.
0: Oh, is he in that movie? No,
1: no comment. No comment. (laughs) All right. Got it. (laughs) This next story is yours, Alex. Take it.
2: Uh, Which one of these is the username? The Uh, bottom bottom one. Okay. All right. Uh, This already just out the gate. This one sounds crazy. This is the attic man by Eldritch land. Ready? Here
1: He's man in Eldritch Land. <laughs> right? I <laughs> 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 would have coffee <laughs> 3 a much
2: better All <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: We love you, Seattle.
2: First things first, I, 28-year-old male, am a rational skeptic and do not believe in ghosts or demons, etc. Okay to use in podcasts. I'm going to have to stretch my mind for this one to get into character for this, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> in 2005, my family moved from the home that I grew up in. I never knew if it was for a particular reason, financial trouble, family issues, or anything like that. The house that we moved to was only about an hour away, but was very country. No stoplights (laughs) at intersections, barely any paved roads, and more tractors on the road than I had ever seen before in my entire life. The house was a former daycare and has a very odd layout, exit signs with floodlights above the door, and a lot of random open areas. I just,
0: I would hate living there. It's like a counter-strike map. An old daycare center into a house. I guess I mean, still have to the, be fair, I,
2: a lot of daycares used to just be fucking houses, at fair, least in LA, fair. at least in LA. Take down the
0: exit signs, man.
2: Yeah. I was around 14 or 15. When we moved in, had my own bedroom for the first time in my life and was enrolled in the most Southern country school that you can imagine. Literally the lowest graded public school in Texas damn oh, so sorry oh, dude imagine Oof. imagine being in school and like googling that shit <sighs> and being like oh
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> when we moved in my brother and his small family parentheses wife son and daughter confirmed small family moved in <laughs> with us due to financial issues on their part it was to help build up good credit you don't need to justify this we're all millennials here hell yeah well jesse's kind of a millennial he's there we're whoa we're in the cut we're in the I in am still
1: a millennial. Okay. By one I'm that, yeah. year, but right, I'm in there. I mean, all
2: right, I work a lot in marketing. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> my father will also suffer a crippling injury at work and be disabled a couple years after moving in, causing more issues. The first few years were fun, coming home from school, playing games with my brother, teaching my
0: nephew how to play and join us. You'll have to well, see. with an it. education from the lowest graded school in Texas, I'm not sure how well you were teaching your nephew. You
2: gotta mix it up. You gotta use BrainQuest. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, Or that cereal from uh, the
2: dinosaur movie. Anyway, everything seemed normal, albeit with some high tension moments. Sounds like life as to be expected with seven people sharing a house. We had our share of fights. When my nephew was old enough to talk coherently and my niece was learning her words, they began to wake up in the night screaming and crying. My sister-in-law was there to take care of them while my brother worked the night shift at his job. With my parents becoming annoyed at being woken by crying almost every night, my sister-in-law told us that they were having nightmares. My nephew said that there was a person watching them from the open door. No thank you. He yeah. did not like to talk about it very much, so I was asked to play some games with him and try to get some details. This is like The Mission You Don't Want to Be On, by the way. <laughs> this, this is like this this mission is like the inciting incident of like a Japanese horror movie
0: remake.
1: You know, I was going to say this is the start-
0: opening incident to a video game where like the, you're not the protagonist right now. You're just watching the haunting come to life. This, <laughs> this is thing where you didn't start tell you feeling about the hands daycare.
1: on your neck when you're in the shower. Yeah. Yep. yeah.
0: All 18 children were burned to
2: death in this daycare three years ago. Like some shit like that is about to happen. Mm-hmm. We got a hell of a deal on it. Yeah. Uh. He looked up to me at the time and wanted to be like me. And I am told that he still does. I bet you that feels good. I wish I had that. Anyway, moving on. I eventually (laughs) got a brief description after many random games. No eyes, black like a shadow, and moves on all fours like a dog. Ooh, no. Unexpected. Didn't like that last detail very much. Nope. Yeah. Uh, There was also aggression from my dad to my brother, saying that he was being too loud when he was awake at night or going to work. I did not ever notice any loud sounds at night and was only ever woken up by crying children during summer, I got into the habit of staying up late and hanging out with friends digitally. I know that fine.
3: Mm-hmm. It
2: was at this time that I did notice some sounds, a bump of a wall or a loud step. Though what my dad got wrong was that he heard it in the hall. I heard it from the attic door, which is in the hall ceiling. It was poorly constructed up there and had two families worth of belongings. So falling objects is not out of the question. Is this about to get real? Is this about yeah, to no, get I'm fucking a- real? <laughs> This continued for many years with my niece saying that she was scared of the dark man watching her. It increased in intensity with them freaking out individually in separate rooms, independently of each other, even during the day. Our German shepherds would guard them ferociously and growl at doorways from time to time. In time, my brother and his family moved out and all seemed—and it all seemed to come to an end. So they just the kids I just, just you know.
0: left, and so that's why it ended. Yeah, the family just ended up leaving, and it just ended up ending at that point. But ugh, ugh, nope. Yeah, I don't like that.
2: Years later, my sister, still living with us, had a daughter. She is six now. Last year, she began to draw pictures. Uh oh. Right, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know where this is going. Standard flowers, suns, yep. fields, etc. When she was asked to draw me, she drew me, but with an extra. <clears throat> There was a tall, long-limbed figure, all black, with no eyes just behind me. She would draw pictures of this figure that I at first thought was Slender Man, though a five-year-old who has not seen YouTube yet would not know that yet. She always slipped them under my door for me. Don't like that. No, no, no. This is like being in your own Japanese horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I asked why, she said it was because he was always watching me and following me. That he crawled from the attic and into my bedroom and that he watched me from the cracks of doors. Okay. Oh, God. I put this aside for a while because kids are creepy anyway. Very true. But maybe my other niece and nephew had told her. But when I brought this story up to friends, they said that was the scariest thing they had ever heard. One friend who was much smarter than myself pointed out that my brother's family had been gone for years and had almost no interaction with my niece aside from the age of zero to one. So she would not have had the same details that they did so long ago. Now I live with this attic man behind my shoulder, I guess. This inspired me to write a short story in a horror compilation, parentheses, Fever Dreams, based on the experience called Attic Man, based on where he crawls from. Yeah, I got it. Although I don't believe that there is some kind of ghost or demon following me around. Everyone else seems very unsettled that three of these children, plus one of their friends, all say that there is a dark shadow man that crawls around this house. I, nope. Honestly, I'm with them.
1: Yeah, I was I'm good. I, I'll be real. I was uh, as you're we reading. I scroll back up. I was like, what is this called? Attic, man. I was really hoping that it would be like, yes, they moved out and it still kept happening. And we discovered there was a man living in That's our
0: attic. I thought, I, was I, was ready yeah, that. I thought it
2: might go that I way, ready. too. I read some oh. news story about like these cops were like driving by a house that they thought they like responded to a call like of something like this. And then mm. as they were driving away out of the town, they like looked back and saw into the attic window and saw like a person in there. And they were like, Oh
1: God,
0: Oh God. The image of this shadow man crawling out of the attic into the bedroom. Also awful. Not a fan. I love I love a good crawling ghosty. It's great. Yeah. It's the creepiest ones where they just move in inhuman ways. Yeah. All right. We got two more stories. This next one is an alien one. And then the drug one, this is just simply called unidentified flying wingman. By
2: 4D Gluten-Free. I hope this one ends in some episode 69.
0: <laughs> I could have used it and identified flying wingman yeah. when I was younger. <laughs>
2: That's what I'm saying.
0: I know. He I know. prayed every day
2: to Satan for a UFW. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is my second story that he's posted here. First being about his experience with night terrors back when he lived in an old basement. Uh, but today he'll be talking about his UFO experience when I, he was living uh, a young adult, living, living as a young adult, living in a military barracks. This was during a time I was coping with being new to the Air Force and didn't have many close friends. I joined right out of high school and honestly hated every second what of a it.
2: Different life path. I wish I like could like understand that. So I was. A, yeah, I know. I bet you a lot, lot of people were
0: like nudged me this close to I joining bet, the army yeah. out of high school. I'm so glad I didn't do it. <laughs> Anyways. To summarize, the leading up to the encounter, me and this girl were hanging out at the smoke pit between our dormitory buildings, and because we were getting flirty and wanted more personal conversation, she brought me up to the roof of the dorm so we could watch the stars together and talk. Dude, I like where this story
2: is going already. (laughs) Is that creepy? No, I'm fine.
0: We're good. No, not yet. No, not this is. They're they're. I don't know. They're in the military. They're in the military. They're
1: They're they're eighteen. It's not creepy. Exactly.
0: Okay. Love, baby. to Watch this like a porn then. Exactly. Thank you. (laughs) So as it's somewhere between 12 and 2 a.m., the stars were in as full effect as they can be in the city. And as we're laying down on the roof, I see these lights that don't look like stars. She stopped talking mid-sentence to point them out, and I tell her I already noticed. We watch for a while, and they seem to be moving as an airplane does. But it's close enough to the ground that we can make out a triangular shape, and the lights seem to be somewhat wavy. At least that's how we described them at the time. We're at an AETC base, meaning the mission is to train as opposed to a mobility or special forces base, for example, and they've never sent off anything other than a helicopter or transport plane. The local airport is small and would not have had a plane this large or in this shape. The lights made me guess to be around 50 to 60 degree angle pointing and traveling eastward along the coast, not directly over the base, and it was either huge or far away or so close that it couldn't be another airplane from another airport. There was no sound and it soon dipped out of view behind a layer of clouds in the east. We watched for what felt like in half an hour, but I think it was close to two minutes. To be honest, we weren't sitting there in awe. We were yelling, it's a freaking alien, what the hell, oh my God, without Most trying realistic to part of the story, up. to be honest. Yeah, I would have been doing the same yeah. thing. The whole experience was trippy, to say the least. It sparked a whole conversation about aliens and abductions, and we went to watch a documentary about UFO sightings, and we just kind of rode off that high for the rest of the night. She still ghosted me a week later, though. She, she was hum. a ghost? No, oh, she, the, the, the she twist. was a ghost! What a twist. <laughs> Regardless, the best way i described describe it after I looked it up was similar to the black triangle in shape, but the lights don't fit the, their MO. No other reported sightings that night either. I've looked it up many times. I don't want to say where for, for safety's sake because I'm still stationed here and I'm probably not leaving anytime soon. But let me know what y'all think. Yo. That's the end of that story. I thought it was cool because it's a typical, if it's not like it was making no noise, if it was, you couldn't tell how close it was, but if it was close and it was large, a large triangle shaped UFO that makes no noise, that's very typical. Um, but it also could have been, a, I mean, who knows what it could have been.
2: Yeah, I the the fact story that just aesthetically.
0: Yes. He, but unfortunately for him, the wingman uh, effect didn't really take off. Yeah, it wasn't juice. That's for sure. Yeah, it did not. It did not help. It did not help. Um, all right. This is the last one of the night. This is, uh, we, we've expressed permission from the writer to laugh at this one. Um, this is the drug trip one. And this is simply titled, let me get the title for you correct here. I got to scroll back, back up <laughs> to where it is. Uh, it's simply called First Time Taking Edibles by Garbage <laughs> Owoo. Owoo. You know it's good by that name. This one is, uh, let's do this. I, I, I literally accidentally scrolled to the bottom of the document. I'm dumb. Okay, here we go. Nope, I lost it again. I'm editing this part out. Don't worry, boys.
3: There it is. <laughs> Too late. Okay.
0: I get home later that day, and after a bit of winding down, my roommate, uh, which I'll call B for the story... And I decided we should take the uh, some edibles that we a had Is there start to this, or is this is that how it uh, starts? The only thing you need to know is this: they're eighteen, uh, they're nineteen. In the story: they live with a uh, wait, they but live you, with can't their start, you can't
1: start a story with. So
0: I get home later in the day. What happened before <laughs> that? <laughs> there wasn't, not, there isn't anything. They were out for the day, and they ended up buying some edibles that they planned on taking later. Okay, That's gotcha. The build okay. up of the story. They're nineteen years old. And they live in their own place. All right. Gotcha. So they get home after winding down with their roommate and they decided it was time to take the uh, edibles they had recently bought.
1: We just say uh, fuck it and take these like
0: candies or chocolate or what are we talking about here? No details. I don't know what kind of edibles we have here. Just the edibles, but they took them both at the same time. Okay. Obviously nothing happens at first. So I start showing her how to play the new cod since it was relatively new and she wanted to play with the guy she knew. This is
2: the dream. This is the dream so far. So far, it's this great. Is what I always thought would happen one day. <laughs> Only
1: one day. So I it took showing cod. She was like, I've always <laughs> wanted to play
0: with the boys. She was like, I'm so into this. You're so hot, dude. You want another couple?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> It took maybe 10, uh, 10 minutes for us to feel all tingly and giggly, which I was used to and knew, uh, and knew was normal. I remember I was playing gunfight when I saw a guy peek around the corner of an obstacle and I didn't react until he shot me. And the kill cam came on. That's when I finally pressed the trigger to shoot. So I figured it was time to put the game down. and move on. <laughs> So now we're sat there giggling in the living room, but that's when I took a turn for the worst. Oh no. Things started slowing down, lagging pretty much. Are we talking about hot so or are we talking
2: about IRL?
0: IRL. Uh, okay. Things started lagging IRL. Okay. So if someone was walking towards me, they would have three or four of them walking behind them in the same pattern. Like the
2: $6 million man? (laughs) This
3: freaked me out.
0: This freaked me out a bit and made me uncomfortable, but I just figured I was too high and waved it off. My vision started to become fucked up and it felt like I was in a movie theater with my eyes were... (laughs) It felt like it was in a movie theater and my eyes were the screen. So the depth <laughs> of everything was fucked. Like I was watching a film Wait, what? Of, of the stuff happening in front of me. I'll read that again. And hopefully this will make sense. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> my vision started to become fucked up and it felt like I was in a movie theater and my eyes were the screen so the depth of everything was fucked like Wait, i was watching no. a what film does of that the
1: mean? i, I felt don't... like i was in a movie theater and my eyes <laughs> were the screen were You're... the screen You're we're <laughs> Top of popcorn
2: in your lap but your eyes continue outwards like a like an old school big screen tv and the picture is projected upside down and backwards onto your own eyeballs so that you can see it it's easy to understand yeah i
1: don't understand jesse how's this i've never done an edible before i have you never i have never ever experienced i have never gotten that high if this but has never like, happened to you you have never done drugs I'm just kidding i've never gotten that however but like and then space and time revealed themselves before me I and i saw an the equation. infinite void for what it was, like, <laughs> for for what it was.
0: don't worry boys this, an this instagram this story filter has an ending <laughs> and a twist so while their eyes are the screen while they're in the movie theater the it, colors yeah. became painstakingly vibrant what and sound that? started to slightly echo, and <laughs> it made me severely uncomfortable. And to severely evol-
1: vibrant is not a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when you're this
2: high, it is. Maybe when you're this stone, it was so vibrant that whoever made it took so much care, took
3: the time to do it it. <laughs> making it
2: vibrant that I appreciated that effort. Maybe that's how it feels when you're this stone, your Alex. a movie theater, something?
1: When your eyes are <laughs> yeah. in a movie theater,
2: anything's fucking possible, bro. Maybe they just got stoned and
0: put on the Oculus Quest for the first time. <laughs> dude, I'm just that's saying. what it was. Painstakingly uh... vibrant, dude. <laughs> so, so the sound started to slightly echo. It made me severely uncomfortable, and to avoid a panic attack, I told my roommate I didn't like this anymore. She understands what I meant and looked at me dead in my scared eyes and said, we should go lay in your bed.
1: Uh yo. Yeah.
0: Now, something you should know is that at the time she was FaceTiming somebody that she knew a man that was her boss. No, what?
1: I want him out of the story. Get out of Wait, here. Wait, Hold on. During this event or just in general, at
0: some point after they were done playing video games and they were hanging out, chilling, she apparently she, the, her, her roommate called their 27 year old boss from the store that nice. they worked on. It was just nice. hanging out with them. was just All hanging right. out with beginner, them. FaceTime. Beginner
2: them. weed. Uh tip. Okay. There's a few
0: of them. Don't call your boss. Don't fucking do edibles and call your boss. Especially <laughs> not with a face cam. What the fuck? Well, it does it, Well, this guy seemed pretty chill. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. All right. So uh so tell me to say that again. Um, so they they got became painstaking, got uncomfortable, became said painstaking. we should go lay in your bed, and the man that she was FaceTiming on the phone with voiced an agreement, yeah, that might be a good idea. Nice. I nodded. But we still sat there for a couple minutes longer. I was trying because to calm myself tension, down. Obviously,
1: right, right.
0: Yeah, I was trying to calm myself down uh, when my when B, my roommate, once again caught my eye and repeated, "We should go lay in your bed." Wait, wait, in wait. In the wait, exact wait. same tone, the exact same way, with the exact same movements. The, then the man on the phone, in the same tone and same cadence, and agreed, saying. Yeah, that might be a good idea. The
2: audacity of this fucking guy on the phone. That guy's the
0: unidentified flying wingman.
2: That's the guy. (laughs) Yeah, he really is. Oh, yeah, that sounds great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This freaked me out because it was like deja vu, which made me want to cry. I asked her, terrified, what did you say? But (laughs) I don't think she heard me. I shook my head trying to knock myself out of it and worked on my breathing. But moments later, B looked at me, automatically i faced her and she and and uh, and she said we should go lay in your bed on cue the man on the phone agreed saying yeah that might be a good idea what the fuck and you as if i wasn't in control of my own words i once again in the exact same mouse of a whimper stutter out what did you say absolutely sickened by the broken record of a scene that kept playing out in front of me <laughs> hey, making me feel the trapped like is i was not a
2: parrot here I, I, no. I, I want
0: to be clear. They, it, so they just keeps repeating over and over. And now this person's getting scared. I'm absolutely sickened by the broken record of a scene that kept playing in front of me, making me feel trapped like I was stuck in the exact same moment in time in a never-ending loop. I sat there on the verge of tears. I tried to convince myself it's all in my head, that I'm not stuck, and that I'm just thinking things are being repeated. That's when it happened again. She looked at me straight in the eyes, and I prayed to a God I don't believe in that she wouldn't say But wouldn't say it, but she did. We should go lay in your bed. Then the man, yeah, that would be a good idea. And then I whimper, what did you just say? (laughs) It was out of my mouth before I could even process it. The feeling of impending doom dwelled on me as I thought about a future where this shit looped was my life forever as some sort of hell.
2: David after dentist part two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I acted without thinking and slapped myself to make some sort of drastic difference in the timeline. Then screamed for it to stop. I covered my ears and buried my head in my knees. With the colors moving around me and the echoing and repeating, it was all too much for me to bear. I thought for sure I was going insane. Marijuana. Edible marijuana.
1: (laughs) (laughs) B finally I'm starting to worry that maybe (laughs) like is this one of those like I also take this medication as well. Well, is this like one of those stories?
0: There's a there's a twist to the end. There's a twist to all this. Okay. B finally came over to me and picked me up off the ground. The next thing I remember is being in my bed. I was sitting there trying to calm down. I knew I was just too high and just needed to sleep it off. B left my room to get me food, and I was sitting there blinking the whole time because if I didn't, my vision would sink back into my head, and it felt like I was looking out a window. That's when the fucking voices started. What? I don't know if it was my own thoughts or actually something else, but they kept telling me I was going to die. I started humming to block it out, and I'm sure I was. Look, I looked like an insane asylum patient sitting on my bed, rocking myself while humming and blinking. What? My roommate walked in, which got me to stop and focus on her. But in the dark doorway behind her, something caught my attention. It was just past her shoulder. I could see eyes not red glowing eyes, but just human, white, and vainly, and vainly, uh, vainly eyes rather, not vainly veiny eyes staring back at me. Of course, I fucking screamed. I mean, what the fuck? Who wouldn't? I grabbed my bat that's next to my bed. Yes, I have a bat. B gave gave our apartment key to a dude from Tinder and I got a bat because of it. And I hugged it for dear life. Dude. B ran over. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm
2: just like, this has to be like fucking mushrooms or
0: PCP or some (laughs) shit. (laughs) B ran over to me and started telling me it was just her and she wasn't here to harm me. I knew it was her, but she didn't realize it was that what was behind her that scared me. It looked at the at the open door into the dark hall again and they were gone. But the more I stared at it, it felt like I was getting sucked into it and pulled out because of my weird vision that was happening. It's like in the movies when they zoom in while pulling back to the camera. <laughs> and it was like that, but I it know, was me in the black I know, black exa- void. I know what I exactly, yeah. I know yep, exactly what you too. mean. Yeah. Uh I snapped out of it when B ripped the bat away from me, startling me, which I'm grateful for because I don't know what would have happened if I was sucked into that void. There
2: was no void, bro.
0: (laughs) I told her to shut the door and she did. She then handed me a box of Cheerios and I stuffed them into my mouth. This is like a comic book. Time passes between sentences. (laughs) My thought process was that if I ate more stuff, it would soak up the weed into into the food like alcohol. kind of works. Don't judge me. I was desperate and fucking high. No, don't. Kind of works. <laughs> After a bit, she was about to leave as I continued to rock myself back and forth on my bed, blinking and humming. She told me to lay down and sleep, and it all be over soon. Somehow, her echoing words processed in my brain, and I curled up in the corner of my bed, facing the wall, <coughs> and closed my eyes. For some reason, the colors still vibrated in the back of my eyelids, so I kept them opening. I kept it open, staring at the wall, still blinking. This is
1: not marijuana. This is, there's no (laughs) No way you did acid,
0: bro. (laughs) There's no way. These are weed edibles, man. Come on. No, false, false. (laughs) She left and she turned off the lights. At first I was like, fuck it. I'll stay blinking and humming till I passed out. But then it was like, I felt the chemicals moving and pulsating in my brain. So in order to nullify it, I tried to disassociate. I once again thought I was going insane. So I laid there crying, hoping for the best zoning out uh, zones out of out of fuck, trying to get zoned out to fuck, trying to get to my happy place. When I when, the place I go, when I panic, I then noticed I would be holding my breath and my chest get heavy like something was pushing on it. I zoned back in uh, to my senses and they kicked back up. I felt the chemicals rushing in my brain and I thought I was going to have a damn aneurysm but then I noticed a black, static-looking thing come out of the wall in front of me. What the? F- covered my mouth and my nose, and another one went through my chest.
2: Wait, did, I, I thought I had strong weed. <laughs> <laughs> you got that California shit. It's like uh, I don't even know where the boundaries are anymore. Maybe you just need to take a tolerance break, and this is like the shit you'll feel. No,
1: there's no, there's no never, way. This is. I've never weed. been
2: anywhere like this.
1: <laughs> Neither no have I. way.
0: I sat up which didn't do shit for my head or vision. And I started panting. I would be I, traumatized by this. Yes. Well, to, to, to get you know, they do. They didn't get traumatized by this experience. <laughs> I don't, I
2: <laughs> it don't doubt it.
0: I think it was one of those things where you're half asleep, but also awake. So your dream or imagination slips into real life. But either way, I was fed up. I was full on hyperventilating and I yelled for B. She came in letting demons come in with her. And turned on the lights and I screamed at her to call the cops. What? Of course, like the great friend she is, she didn't. She tucked me into bed and gave me one of my stuffed animals and laid next to me to sleep. I kept begging for her to call for help as I generally thought I was going to die, whether it was from forgetting to breathe to having my heart just stop from panicking or my brain just uh, popped because of all that chemicals that were rushing through it. And that felt like it was about to happen at any moment. Finally, I gave up and just laid back in my position. uh, Late. Just laid back in my in a position, this time with a pillow blocking the wall. I laid there with my eyes open and zoned in. Colors still blaring, noises still echoing, vision still fucked. How much time has passed? It doesn't sound like much time has passed, but I don't think they know. Yeah. And if I laid there too long, and if I laid there for too long and moving, the walls in bed would start melting, peeling away to reveal horrid images that I barely remember behind it. I think I suppressed some of the images in, or in demons, or I'm just forgetful. I don't know. But I still had the occasional voice telling me I was going to die. Can you imagine laying there in your walls and bed, melting to reveal demons behind them? Not no, pot. No. Like, what not on, the fuck? No. obviously, like, not on pot, but just on anything. Alex, any of the drugs, in, in Jesse, that you guys have done in your life. I've only done weed. Have any of them given you like potential melting walls and visions of demons? Yes, no. but yes, but much yes? more psychedelic, much more psychedelic drugs than whoa, pot. Whoa,
1: whoa. What was what was what, what was this?
2: Like shrooms and stuff like that can 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 cause dissociative hallucinations.
1: I've never I've never mm, said I've never done shrooms. I couldn't well, tell you. There you go. Mm. I have thought well, I was in a different reality before. Like that happened. Oh yeah, I thought huh. I was an equation. Like
2: this morning, I was just chilling there thinking about math, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you broke yeah. yourself down and realized you were the result of an equation, yeah. and then oh, you three D uh, yourself. I've never like typical weird stuff.
1: I have right. been given acid, and that was a weird trip. Like I thought I was <laughs> acid in my is, own bed, and wasn't in my own bed. Acid uh, is real. Yeah, like that was, and I'll never do that again. That was like, no, nope, I'm done with this. But we, the the only thing that's ever happened is where I've been like my body feels fuzzy and I feel like I'm kind of outside of it a little bit. Like that's the extent <laughs> of that. I've never been like, I am the universe and the universe is I've never this had sounds that like, this sounds like,
2: like, like the type of drug that you can only get from like a doctor. Like this sounds,
0: yes. Well, yes. the, 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 the vision is going to get even more fun.
1: This is, the, there's no, there had to be been a drug interaction. Like there's something else you would take in that day
0: that messed no you spoilers, up. No spoilers, boys. Not till the end. <laughs> okay. I laid there suffering until I felt my skin getting itchy. I looked down and saw tiny bugs, uh, bug beings tearing at my skin. Bug beings? Not bugs, Tr- bug Tiny beings? bug beings. I tried to tell myself it wasn't real. I tried to ignore them, but I couldn't. The pain of having my skin peeled was too real, and I yelled to be to call Meth. someone. This is Meth.
1: Be <laughs> out there, Be out there being a hero. This B is, is out a be, hero right now. Shout to B the one true OTP.
0: <laughs> she finally did call someone. The one My true mother. one true parent. Oh yeah, no. Right. B then laid next to me and kept telling me things that were real. Louie her dog was real. She was real. The bed was real. You don't know that. You don't know that. Can <laughs> so be lying you can't to be, you. be saying that when you're in the middle of a bad trip, though. You can't you don't be like, know that. Oh, I would have been that guy is like, real.
1: You don't know B is real, dude. You don't know that. This could be a ghost trying to kill you, brother. You should be better be watching out. I might <laughs> be, <laughs> be, out, yeah, you be watching out. I, be, I might be your own your own hands. You might. Don't choke
2: me, bro. Don't choke me to death.
1: <laughs> I, what I if we all just got naked, there. bro? <laughs> what if we all just got naked? No secrets. No secrets, Tell me everything, buddy.
0: I laid there as colors vibrated in this world. Walls melted to reveal literal hell. The echoing came as if you press two phones together while in, the li- while in the line with one another, letting you only vague words reach my ears. This is just poetry now. This is just slam poetry. I know. It actually really got kind of beautiful. That kind of horror beautiful. And demons danced on my skin. What? I couldn't take it anymore. It was too much. I didn't trust closing my eyes because the images in my head were worse than out. Finally, it all became too much and I puked the Cheerios out of my system. I forced myself to roll on my side as to not choke. I could feel the taste of sweet cereal, but it looked like gray goop <laughs> in my vision. Sweet
2: cereal. <laughs> the taste of
0: sweet, sweet cereal. <laughs> but alas, goop. It was only gray. <laughs> my mother then showed up and was looking things up on her phone. She saw that weed couldn't kill you, so so no matter how much I begged, she didn't call anyone. Also note, this was during quarantine, so if she did they would have had to do a bunch of COVID procedures before, uh, before had any, before anyways. Plus there's not much they could do for my weed. My, my mother then laid next to me, rubbing my back as I cried for help. Oh my God. My eyes closed as to stop the melting of the room and deciding, despite the images in my head, if I kept my eyes closed, I'll eventually fall asleep. If
2: my mom showed up. I would be fucking
0: freaking out. That's like the last yeah. person I would want to see. <laughs> well, it gets better because then they begin to feel themselves melt away. Quite literally. Quite literally. As if, my, as if my skin was melting off of my bones. Quite
1: literally is not the phrase. Yeah. Who, no, are you not. the
0: senator from X Men? No, but that's what they said. <laughs> quite literally, in fact. They said, I felt my, myself melting away. Quite literally, in fact.
1: I, but that's not, unless you were melting, <laughs> that's not <you> what know. <laughs> Did you melt off off if, your yeah, own were bones? Were you actually melting <laughs> from your bones? It was painstakingly literal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I had to constantly move or grip myself to keep myself together. At the time, I thought my eyes being closed would be for the better, but if it only made it worse. That's right, I'm not even close to done. I started feeling like my teeth were falling out, and I clenched them to keep them in. I don't know how long I stayed in this position, curled up trying to keep my skin from melting and my teeth clenched. Four days. laying on Laying in my own puke, but eventually I started to float out of my body. I could see myself laying next to my mother as if I was a... Uh, as if I was a ghost and I truly thought I had died. I'm never smoking weed again. <laughs> I may have too much. Uh, I may have too, but I'm not sure. But this scared the ever living hell out of me. So I screamed, which shot me back down into my body. And I sat up screaming. I opened my eyes and in the dark, I saw all types of humanoid figures around me again with human eyes, just staring at me. Some in the shadows, some scraping at the windows by my bed. Ugh. But My mother sat up to look at me and I saw her, but not her eyes. I screamed again and shoved my face back into my pillow and stuffed in the stuffed animal I had by my side. I'm not sure what my mother did as all I could hear was infinite echoes, but I did feel a hand on my back. I laid there sobbing, begging for help when the fatigue finally hit. Soon enough, it felt like I was being picked apart particle by particle and being drifted away. It's what I imagine it to be like being Thanos when Thanos snapped. I didn't dare open my eyes for fear of what I would see as I felt myself disappearing. I once again begged for help, but oh it didn't God. come. And that's when I decided I was better off dead. I let myself disintegrate, telling my mom I loved her as I slipped away into nothingness. What the fuck? I, <laughs> I wish this is how it what ended, happened? but boy- Is this stop? just literal- you can't
1: just say I wish this is how it ended.
0: <laughs> I wish how this is how it ended, but boy, do I have a bit to go. This is the part that reminded me so much of the latest video and made me want to tell my story, even if no one reads it since it's so long. I disintegrated piece by piece until I was just a conscious, just a mind in a void of nothing. I didn't know anything. I didn't know about existence. I didn't know who I was or what I what I was or even had the conscious thought to think about those questions.
2: How do you you look at this as How do you look back on this? This is this sounds like ego death, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like, you're it having sounds ego like death. you went to the jungles of South America and like yeah, took some ayahuasca. fucking ayahuasca and lost your own mind. <laughs> you took I some fucking frog thing. shit
0: and just like went <laughs> away. I was just a thing in a void, no purpose, no thought, no feelings. To be honest, it was nice.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Okay. I really just want to
0: know, like,
2: follow-up question to this uh, this author. What do you think of when you think of this time? How do you experience this memory? I just want to, like, I want it to be laid out to me. (laughs) I don't know, man. How could you have none of those things and be like, this was nice. <laughs> I don't know. What concept of yourself do you have to decide
0: that it's nice? What Maybe, it? I don't know, man. They're, they're the, you know, the silence would probably be nice for a little bit.
1: Yeah, you know Even not It's knowing like that who droid in Star
0: Wars who was like, finally, some peace. And it's just floating yeah. in space. <laughs> the Alan Rickman this droid? Yes, the Alan Rickman <laughs> droid
1: who just wanted to be left alone floating in space. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <sighs> uh, now, um, I remember it was cold, but I didn't have a word to describe it. I'm not saying I forgot all these things. I'm saying they simply didn't exist to me. After a bit of this, I suddenly got the realization that I was something and it felt like it was constantly at the tip of my tongue, but I couldn't figure it out. So I thought harder trying to come up with something, anything. Did I he recreate his own body? Yeah, we'll find out. Then how <laughs> I remembered lines and then how those lines would make shapes. <laughs> I got memories back and would play replay them in my head, but use shapes to play them out. I don't remember what the memories were, or how I even played them out in my head with fucking shapes, but that's what I you did. You invented
2: fucking PS1 is what you did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I then reconnected myself to one of those shapes and replayed memories in the first person. But again, using fucked up lines in a general and vague way that was apparently shapes. Just like the Vectrex I'm imagining, instead of the PS1. I'm
2: imagining now like super hot. Yes, you know I'm yeah, about? yeah,
0: a little super hotty. Yeah, yeah. Soon after, soon after, I added color, no shading, no details, I just added, basic color I to the added. weird outlines. I continued the ladder, adding more shapes and more colors until, for some reason, I remembered what legs and arms were. I still had no <laughs> idea about people or things or anything. All I knew were shapes, colors, and for some reason, legs and arms. So we're talking about was, rectangles with le- human legs and arms walking around? Yeah, like weird amorphous like shapes with lines. Here I was just a weird colored shape with arms and legs, like a Tetris playing memories block of with other- arms and legs. Yeah, what? Like a Tetris block but with arms and yeah, legs. Yeah, that's yeah, like a Tetris block with arms and legs. It's like the L shape probably. Maybe Z the Z shape. Yeah, yeah. Uh here I was uh here I was just a weird colored shape with arms and legs or playing I memories was. of other colored shapes with arms and legs. More things appeared as if my mind was being unraveled layer by layer. I then realized that I that what I was looking at was no longer memories. It was real time. I still had my <laughs> eyes closed and not much memories, but I came to realize I was a thing. I didn't know what that thing was or what I looked like, but I knew I was a thing. I knew I felt I knew I felt something was touching me as I was starting to get my senses back.
2: Is the twist that he wakes bit. up as a baby cave rat?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm i moved writing a to bit. you
1: from a cage
0: and <laughs> i was captured <laughs> we help. We help. We i'm actually a human I, <laughs> I moved a bit and it triggered a memory of how i was shaped <laughs> after that i remembered what a human was and that i was one i started to remember what i looked like i had shortish hair i was tannish i had strong legs from sports i had freckles Once I figured out that, once I figured out that out, I remembered who I was. I was a girl, half one race, half another. I love soccer, dogs. I missed my dog. I clung onto the small memories, repeating them in my head. My birthday, what I like, what I hate, what I looked like. Finally, as if, as if it was someone slapped me into the fuck, in the fucking face with a picture book, my memories came crashing back to me. (sighs) Literal images of the night appeared in front of my eyes. Most of them, I didn't even remember seeing. It was as if everything that had happened when my brain was self-destructing finally processed. B taking me back to my room, her giving me water, throwing up, throwing things, my mom coming in, screaming, it all slammed back into my mind at once. I instantly felt relieved. I knew it was finally over. I got up and took a bath to calm myself. I had to keep reminding myself that everything was real and I was safe. I went back to my room where my mom had already redone my sheets, bless her heart. And I fell asleep as she told me what a disappointment I
2: was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a good one. That's why you don't call your mom. Weird weed tip number two. Don't call Mm -hmm. your boss. Don't call your mom. Those are the two tips.
0: Unless your mom and your dad are also weed people. Even then. Because then they can
1: tell you it might not be weed. Even then. then. they still be like disappointed. Even then. Yeah, (laughs) disappointed. You can't can't handle it?
2: Disappointed. You know what, though? Oddly similar to the other...
1: story yeah, so far. It's all
0: ego death, I think. It's get, all that breakdown Get to down the, get you to the twist. Here we go. The next day, she drove me home because I was scared of my mind of everything. Scared the feeling would come back. I just wanted to be home. I talked to my dad about the experience, and he said we had an at-home drug test from when my brother was in high school, and I should take it because he, he said it didn't sound like that That was weed that That's I took. That's
2: what I'm talking about, dad. Yeah.
0: yeah. Dad gets my it. My father grew up in a not-so-good area as he and his family was a refuge. Uh, they were refugees from Vietnam, and had no money. Apparently, he's done weed and coke. He also told me that it's okay, and that everyone tries something now and again, yeah, which I'm really dad, thankful for, dad, since my mother dad. said my... Yeah, good dad. Yeah, now and again. And again yeah, as a yeah, second as a treat. Things. Yeah, yeah. As, a, as a little treat, you try as something a dangerous. During,
1: during COVID, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Nobody's uh, done which that. I'm really thankful for, since my mother said my brother and I were just a disappointment and were ruining our lives. Not something I want to hear after seeing uh, you know demons all night long. Anyway, I took the drug test, and after 10 minutes of trying to figure out how it worked, it it turns out that the the edible I had was laced. It wasn't just weed I had taken. The edible was laced with PCP. Boom! There you go. (laughs) There you go. That will do it. I at first didn't know what that was, and my parents said it was just like a narcotic, so I didn't think it was too bad until I looked it up and saw it was called angel dust. The only way I know if angel dust is because of uh, the has been hotel. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh,
1: but- ha- I do. Cause I'm from the internet. Has been hotel is an animated series uh, about hell. And one of the characters
0: is, I believe
1: named angel and is like a oh. druggy demon slash
0: whore. Yikes. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I looked more into it. And I looked more into it and apparently not even the biggest druggies would touch it because of how bad that shit is. So yay me just for just going straight to the most fucked up drug available.
1: Can I, I do have a a question and maybe this is worth a follow up wherever you live. And I assume this nation of ours um, is, is weed legal there? Because I would imagine Mm. if you bought it from like a dude that, you know, you have a greater chance of it being laced with something rather than going to an actual store that actually sells it that is licensed by the state to do so. Like I think a lot of people are like, "Man, legalizing weed—that's terrible." But so far, it's only made it safer for people. Uh, uh, yeah, you and know, I don't this, know. And don't this, know this know is the live. natural
2: segue that I've been waiting for to pitch you guys the actual Boston baked Bean Boy legalized weed shirt let's, let's do 100% it. I'm
0: hundred percent in. I'm do, let's do it, dude. So before we say goodbye, I did leave this out because it, I think it would have put you guys on the trail of what was going on, even though you kind of figured out something was up anyway. So you might be wondering where they got the edibles. So I don't think where they live. is legal for this simple. Fact. Oh, I probably
1: got some guy named like Tony J. Some guy that's played by James Freako. Yeah. I
0: told them they were on the phone with their manager. They got it from the manager. There was so, uh, there, there, uh, there was absolutely no boundaries with management and employees. Our assistant general manager was a twenty-seven-year-old v- vegan skinny man, and he was constantly on something—mushroom, acid, coke, you name it—he did it, it. it. so much. He was also man. our supply. He was also our supply. <laughs> mm, well, there's a <laughs> so problem. That's where they got. That's where they got their uh their edibles from their their vegan skinny druggy. Co- I will manager. admit,
1: manager, there's something really funny about how if this was a movie or something the whole scene where they're sitting on the couch and she looks at her friend and she's like she's like b i'm freaking out and b's just like (laughs) we should go lay down in your bed and then you hear the guy go yeah you should go do that and then what did you say and then have that repeating over again and being like overwhelming like what did you say and then cut to the outside shot it's them just like sitting on the couch like what did you say (laughs) (laughs) and then her turning and being like we should go lie on your bed yeah you guys should do that what did you say we should go lie <laughs> on your bed yeah you guys should do that what did you say like it just repeats over just, and over b- 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 again b- 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 i can imagine that being very funny the dude on the yeah, phone is so much
2: creepier now knowing that he's like this like drug hookup vegan dude who's like yeah that game laced like, shit
1: hell yeah you should go lay down guys uh, he
2: probably thought he was gonna get a fucking show Here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, I think he did. I thought
1: we were going to get a show. So, you know, am I, I am I a creep? No, I'm an avid fan of shows. Good You're an stories. active reader.
2: You know what I mean? You're participating yeah. in the in the in the story.
1: Yeah, I'm no creep. I just thought, you know, who knows where the story's going to go? I'm open to anything.
0: Oh, that's it. Our drug our drug listeners are uh are experiencing Ooh. realities beyond our very own I hope you all enjoyed your Halloween. Thank you so much for listening to us on this Halloween special. Be, uh, or rather enjoy your Halloweens. I know it's in a few days. Be safe. Be, your if you're Halloweens. out there,
1: continue being a good friend. You're doing yes. it. You're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Jeez. Being
0: BB. Maybe don't bring over random Tinder, Tinder boys and give them the key to the apartment yeah, right away. That's that. kind of a mistake. Don't do that. I like that. Um, no. We're going to go record our after show or our, our, our mini And then next week will be the finale of Robert Irwin. We love you guys. You can go reach us at all the socials. Twitter is Chilluminati Pod. Honestly, the big thing right now hey, those Mothman t shirts, they're gonna be gone. They're limited edition. They're gonna be gone on the 28th of October. So by the time you're listening to this, you've got like two days left. Uh, Once they're gone, they're gone. You may see the art return in a different form a couple days later, but not grab the shirts while you can. The shirts are gonna be going away. Uh, And then we'll have a brand new cryptid collectible art t shirt going and taking its place soon once that art is finished up. So go check that out. It's a yeti.com slash collection slash Illuminati. We're off. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, holy shit, get out here. So I quickly dash back outside. She's looking up at the sky. in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky.